We will now continue with our Mishnayas, the little Nishmas Esther Bas Fischl Zev Wolf. The Nishama should have an Aliyah. And let us uh, move on. We are in Mesechtas um, Erevin, Chapter 6, Parak Vav. And we have transitioned from talking about the laws of uh, Eruve Tchumim to now we are going to start in earnest with Eruve Chatseros and Stufe Muvals. Now, a chatzer was in the olden days was a courtyard where the houses kind of all shared a common courtyard, and a mavoi was outside a bunch of chatzeros. So it was an alleyway that connected various courtyards. Okay, so one of the important halachas in Erevin is that when you make a uh, a ruvi chatzeros, um, there is everyone in the chatzer has to be part of it because the idea is is that you are kind of taking all these disparate houses and and, and areas kind of fashioning them into one whole. So if you have a non-Jew living there or somebody who doesn't want to be part of the Erev, this creates an issue. And the only way it is resolvable is if you actually rent the right to use even the non-Jew space um, and that becomes part of your Erev. So there's always a big discussion in city Erev and how is that done and who has the right to rent out you know, all these different things. And there's a discussion about using the fire department or using the police department and other things about that. But we're not going to get into that because we are at the level of the Mishnah. Okay. Parak Mishnah Aleph, Mishnah 1. Hadar Manachri Bechatser, if someone lives with a non-Jew in a courtyard. I am Misha Eine Maida Ba'erv, or you're with somebody, a Jew, who is, does not believe or does not agree to the notion of an Erev. Hareza Eisra Allah, they make it impossible for him to have an Erev unless he... Um, we'll see that there are certain things he can do. Dear Rabbi Meir, these are the words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, Omer Rabbi Eliezer, the son, the son of Yaakov, says, That a non-Jew will not prohibit it on you and is only an issue if two Jews are restricting it on each other. Right? Jews are the source of their own problems. Um, Mishnah Beis. Amar Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel teaches us, do we have a story with one tzeduki, who was living with us in an alleyway in Yerushalayim, and, and, um, and father, meaning Rabbi Gamila's father, told us, let us take all of our dishes out into the, into the alley, right? Before before he takes his out and restricts them on you. So the Gemara explains over here that there's an underlying conversation here that's not clear in the Mishnah. And um, what's really happening is, is that there was a debate about whether or not the uh, Tzedukim had the classification of non-Jews from whom you, in order to be able to use a courtyard which they're a part of, you would actually have to rent the rights from them. Or they were like a Jew who you don't have to rent the rights if the if if the not if, if the Jew says he's okay with it, there's a notion of what's called bitl chatseros that he is allowed to kind of nullify or claim that he will not take any kind of part in the usage of this of this area on Shabbos. And then you are allowed to make your Erev even without his participation. However, as we're gonna see later, in the case where it's a Jew, right, if he then brings his stuff out into the alleyway, meaning if he uses it then it seems that he is going back on his agreement to kind of nullify his presence, to be mivatal makom, right? 
and therefore it's a right it's a problem so the Gemara is now trying to bring a source the Rabban Gamliel believed that the Tzedukim were Jews because it says right because because the father meaning Rabban Gamliel's father told him let us quickly use this alleyway all we can before he takes out his his vessels via Asr Aleichem and makes it forbidden for us to use right implying that the uh, Tzeduki could make it forbidden even with simple usage which implies that he's a Jew Rabbi Yehuda disagrees he says Omar Belash and Achar I heard the story it's said a different way Maharuva Asut Sarchechem Ba Mavoy quickly do everything you have to do Ad Shalo Yotzi right until he doesn't come out now uh yotzi over here is not referring to the tzeduki it's referring to shabbos that until it is nightfall uh and then and the nightfall will will prohibit it meaning once shabbos starts it's going to be asr because you didn't rent the space from him and he has the status of a non-jew mishnah gimel if you have a group of people who are living in a chatzar, in a courtyard, and one of them forgot and did not make an Erev, you cannot uh, um, take things in and out of his house. Both he can't do it and the people, other people living in a chatzar can't do it. Right? And and they are and they are um, uh, permitted for them to and, and for him to take stuff in and out of their houses, which are part of the eruv. Nasnu loy rishusam. If they gave kind of them, if they allowed him to kind of take ownership or to take control of part of their courtyard, who mutar vehem asurim, he is permitted to carry in and out, but they are forbidden. The reason is is because is that he's classified as a guest by them. If there were two who who who, who forgot, they could restrict each other. Because he may give you know, ownership on his part and then take the part from the other. And that's why they both um, uh, could make it forbidden on each other. If you have two people, no snim, no snim, no snim, no uh, okay. Um, so, 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 in this case, if you have two, right, two people could give parts, but they cannot acquire things, things from, uh, things from other people. Um, okay. So let's see Mishnah, Mishnah Dalid. So Mishnah Dalad. So just to kind of recap Mishnah Gimel, I think I feel like I wasn't so so clear. So in Mishnah Gimel, right, the the issue is is that in order for an Arif to function, the houses and the yard have to be technically in one domain, and therefore, uh, normally, right, when we have an Arif and you know everybody agrees to kind of put bread uh, in in one place, it's a way of unifying the uh, domain. Um, uh, in one place and it becomes like one domain but over here the issue was that this person forgot to to be to be included therefore the the rest of the owners of the courtyard are kind of able to give him their rights in the courtyard right they, they could all give it to him and in that case that's this is the second case of the Mishnah right where it says if they gave them their rights in the courtyard who mutar is permissible for him 
and for them it's forbidden. The reason is is because he now has he becomes like a guest by them. So therefore he now kind of it's you the, the courtyard and the houses are, are kind of all unified for him. But they do not have since they gave over their rights in the courtyard, they now don't have rights in the courtyard. So for them their house is owned by them and the courtyard is owned by him and therefore it's not unified under one domain and it's a problem. If you have two people who give it, right, the two people can't both share, right? Because right, in such a case, they would both own the courtyard, right? But they're also both giving it up. So therefore, again, it's not unified under any one ownership or more uh, and or under any one entity and therefore it would not be permissible to carry them Mishnah So when do you have to give this permission or kind of you know set up the Erev? Rabbi Shammai says it has to be done on Friday right before Shabbos says you can even do this kind of nullification or this agreement on Shabbos Misha Nasan Someone who gave his permission and he took out, right? Meaning to say that he said that he kind of, by giving permission, it means that he agreed that he's not going to use it for his own purposes. And then he took out to use it for his own purposes. He makes it forbidden. And this is what we were talking about earlier with regards to the Tzeduki. says, If he takes it out and meaning to say, this was a person who did not participate in the Eruv, but he kind of nullified his domain, kind of allowing, you know, saying that he's not going to use it on Shabbos. So this is only a problem if he, if he goes out and then utilizes on purpose. Because this way he seems to be explicitly retracting his nullification. And Rabbi Meir says, but if we allow it to happen by accident, we will come to allow it on purpose, and therefore he forbids on purpose and by accident, and Rabbi Yehuda only prohibits if it's done by accident. Sorry, if it's done on purpose. Mishnah Hei. So if you have a, a homeowner was partners with his neighbors in the business, and his partnership with both of them was regards to wine. And uh, the Kahati explains that what's happening over here is that is that um, is that the, we assume the assumption is that the wine is all being held in one barrel. And therefore, this Ein Tzrichem La'arav, they don't have to make a separate Erev Chatz, a, a separate Eruvei Tchum, Eruvei Mavaos, Shtufe Mavaos, because since they kind of all have this food item in one place that belongs to all of them, it is a de facto Erev. But if he has a partnership with one guy, why do the other guy oil? And so therefore, they're in two separate containers. So therefore, they're not unified in one food and they're going to have to make a new Erev. Rabbi Shemin says, that even being in two containers is not a problem and they don't have to make a new a new Erev. Chamesh Chaburos, five companies of men. Now this is an important halacha. This Mishnah is very important. Mishnah Mishnah Vav, because it's very relevant to people who go to hotels on Shabbos these days. If you have five groups of people who are kind of spending Shabbos in one large building, and the original case is that they have partitions between them, but the partitions do not reach the ceiling. 
Each group has to kind of unify to make their own Erev, or they all have to participate in the Erev. Basila Omar Basil says Erev Echad Le Kula, right? That that they, they all have to have they all have to have sorry, so Basil says that since they are all kind of in the in the in the in the same space, they could all they, they, they could all just make one Erev as opposed to Bishama who says they have to make five separate Erev. Umodim and he agrees. Bismachem eksasam shriyim bechadarim. If they're in rooms, meaning to say that they're fully separated, aybaliyos or in attics, shem trichim eruv lechal chabur vechabura. That each separate group needs to make their own eruv. Now, Mishnah Zayin haachem hashutfim shayu eichlam hashulchan aviyam v'yeshenim bebateya. So you have brothers who are partners who are living in their father's courtyard, but every Shabbos they go and they eat lunch at their father's house. But they sleep in their own homes. Each one has to kind of have their own Erev. Therefore, if one of them forgot, so he has to nullify his domain. When is this true? In a case where they bring or they carry their Erev to another place. But if their Erev was deposited with them, meaning to say there are no other tenants in their yard, and it's just them, there's no other people living in a Chatzar, they don't have to participate in the Erev because they're all eating by their father's house. So that is their de facto Erev. Mishnah Ches. If you have five courtyards that are open to each other and open to the alleyway, Eruvo Bechatseros, Falonoshtatfu Bamavai, so if they made an air of chatseros right in the in the courtyard but they didn't do anything to kind of partner up with all the other chatseros in the alleyway you can carry in each individual courtyard but you cannot carry in the alleyway <clears throat> but if they made a good uh, if they made a good uh, partnership for the mavli right it works for both the mavli and the courtyard but the Gemara explains that this is specifically in a case where they made the Erev in the Mavoy using bread. Normally, only the Erev Echatzeros require bread, but the Erev Batashtufe Muvais does not. However, in a case where you want to use it for both, it actually requires bread for both. Sorry, the Mavoy would uh, require bread. Um... If they made an Erev in the Chatzar and they also made a Shtufim Havais, and one of the people living in one of the courtyards did not participate in his Erev Chatzeros, they are permitted here and there again because he is subsumed by the Mavoy. If you have one of the courtyards that are part of the alleyway that uh, did not join in, they're permissible in their Chatzar. Meaning the residents of this right? Because a, a alleyway for courtyards is analogous to the courtyard with regards to houses. So you can carry in your house, but you can't actually carry inside the Mavoi. If you have two courtyards, one inside the other, if you made an Arab inside the inner courtyard, and not in the outer courtyard. The the inner courtyard is permissible, and the outer courtyard is uh, forbidden. 
Um, if you made a, a one in the in the in the outer Arab and not in the in the inner Arab, right? So then they are both forbidden, right? The inner people, the residents of the inner courtyard can't because they didn't set up an Arab, right? And the outer courtyard, so we view the inner courtyard as part of their greater courtyard. And over there, right, there's a group of people who didn't make a Arab. So therefore the outer courtyard is also forbidden. Um, Arab Azula Atma Vazula Atma. If each one made their own Arab, Zumu Tarasif the Atma, Vazuma Tarasif the Atma, they are all permissible for themselves, but you cannot carry from one to the other. Rabbi Akiva Osar Hachitona, Rabbi Akiva says, in this case, even the outer one is a problem. Shadrisas Haregel Osarta, because of the right to walk in it, right? The, the, the ability to walk makes it, makes it, makes it a problem, right? I mean, to say, right, so we're talking over here where, uh, each courtyard set up their own, their, their, um, uh, uh, their own Erev, right? And Rebekah says that, 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 that the problem over here is, is that, um, is that since the right of those from the, from the inner courtyard have a right to walk in the outer courtyard, and they're not part of that Arab, so that destroys the Arab from for for the outer courtyard people. But Khamar Muhammad says Andrew Sarah because they have a right to walk there, it doesn't make them doesn't give them the power to be able to uh, destroy their Arab. So if one of the outer people forgot and didn't make an Arab, Haprimis Mutaris Fahitsona Asura, the inner one is permissible and the outer one is forbidden. Right. If let's say one of the inner ones did not make an erev stay masuros, they are both forbidden. If they put both of their both the inner and outer put their erev in one place, and one of them forgot whether he was an inner, he was a inny or a outy. Uh, and didn't make an erev stay masuros. Now both courtyards are forbidden. But if the courtyards all belong to individuals and not to the entire community, they don't have to have their own Arab. This concludes chapter 6 and we will continue um, uh, with chapter 7 